Welcome to the Kupinger Coal Analyst Chat. My name is Matthias Reinwart. I'm your host, and I'm the director of the Practice Identity and Access Management here at Kupinger Coal Analysts. My guest today is Marina Jantorno. She's research analyst with Kupinger Coal. Hi, Marina. Good to see you. Hi, Matthias. I'm glad to be here again. Great to have you. And we have a huge topic in front of us. Um, some four weeks ago or so, um, the EIC, the European Identity and Cloud Conference, took place in Berlin and online virtually. And we want to take a look back on that event. So we did something that we've never done before, and we received some nice feedback. We reached out via LinkedIn to the participants at EIC. Of course, we used LinkedIn and social media quite a lot during the EIC, and we use it anyway. Um, and the feedback that we get, got back really shows how broad the, the, the topics are that we cover at EIC. So when we ask for what they liked most or what was their topics that they're currently researching and working on, we got different aspects of identity and cybersecurity back. And I, I have a list in front of me. I need to check that because this really was, it was more than 250 sessions. And um, the main focus was for some people on authentication and identification and especially on the matter of trust and implementing trust in protocols. So these are topics that currently people are working on. Of course, an, an, an always up-to-date topic is privacy and data protection and legislation and standards. And there's even the prediction that we might have more EIDAS at EIC next year than we had this year. So this is a topic that is also growing. But we also had these, these niche topics so niche in quote unquote, uh, something like like ethics in uh, identity, ethics also in machine learning. So these are topics that are really interesting and really spark lots of discussion. And they are on the right nowadays, Matthias, because, you know, with all the changes that are happening, we need to ensure that uh, all the technologies are copying with the regulations. Absolutely. Not only with... Um, with regulation, but also understanding that in the end we are dealing mostly with humans, with, with with people who should be at the core, at the center of all the processes that we design when it comes to privacy, when it comes to regulations, but also when it comes to usability, when it comes to yeah to bias. Um, so we really need to, need to make sure that that these solutions are built with the person with the identity at the focus, although we are also talking about non-personal identities as well. Um, but now I've talked so, so a, a lot, and uh, why should I invite somebody for a podcast when I don't ask questions? So my question, Marina, you of course also were there, and you did quite some interesting sessions. So tell me more about the sessions that you took part in at ERC. Well, uh, I, I, I had the luck to participate in three sessions this year. One of them was with our principal analyst, with Martin Kupinger. Uh, we discussed about the trends and the future of identity access management. Um, we placed a study and then we presented the results and we were thrilled actually with the response from the audience. Uh, the response was that good that we created a downloaded PDF afterwards. So if anyone is interested in having a look at the trends and the predictions and the statistics that we actually um, yeah, created uh, out of this study, you can go to our LinkedIn page and you can download this PDF. It is available already. 
right. And I think this is really a massive amount of work that you and Martin actually created and then presented there. So there's really a lot of information in there. If we think back to before EIC, we did podcast episodes around trends and predictions, but this PDF is really a massive document. So really interesting for those who are working in that market. So this is really interesting and it's for free. So just go there and download it. Um, the link should be in, this, in the show notes as well, so it should be easy to find when you have a LinkedIn account. Totally, totally. And, and we are open as well to, to receive some feedback. You know, we are always open to, uh, to be reached out. So uh, it would be good to actually know your comments, you know. So this is the main point of us, trying to bring something to the audience and, and see how, how you're actually responding uh, towards this. Right. Um, any other sessions that you want to mention when it comes to your participation at EIC? Yes, yes. Um, well, I, I actually uh, went through a topic that nowadays is very important to, to discuss, and it's cyber, cyber insurance. Um, since the pandemic, you know, all the attacks, the cyber attacks are on the rise, and, and it is undeniable. You know, it's something that is happening, and, and with more sophisticated tools as well, um, the attackers are using more sophisticated tools and uh, at, at the same time that the cybersecurity is actually improving or getting more sophisticated, the attacks are doing the same. So it is important to have a coverage. However, it is not that easy to, to get a cyber insurance. Not everybody can get it. And there is a procedure uh, in the middle. So then... Um, you know, there are many, many points that, that were really worth to, to touch, um, especially about the, the common beliefs, you know. In general, it is it is very common to think that, oh, okay, so in the event of a cyber attack, if I have a cyber insurance policy, I just contact the insurer and, and I get uh, the money from my claim immediately. And it doesn't happen like that. So many times there are investigations in place. And it could take a while to actually get paid. So um, there are many things to consider. It was very interesting. It was a very interesting session. And it is also available on demand on our Coopinger Call website. And another session that I uh, presented was along with Alejandro Leal, another research analyst here from the company, and was related to generative AI. Um, I would say that this is another topic that is a hot topic nowadays. And uh, yeah, so we, we, we cover some aspects, some, some pros, some cons, and, and, and what is happening in the market and how it actually works. So yes, the, the, these were the sessions I took part. Right. And I think this topic is really a hot topic. Of course, there's no conference right now without covering also the the disruptive aspects of generative AI of machine learning I, I had the pleasure also to to do some some um, presentations and even a workshop a four-hour workshop on generative AI so we talked about prompt engineering for four hours and this was really a treat working together um, with with Patrick Parker and we did that um, as a pre-conference workshop but I also took the topic of AI and machine learning um, supporting IGA and IAM solutions from, from the IGA part, from lifecycle management over to access management and, and to risk management. Um, but from what you're saying and what Alejandro and you said in your presentation, um, this will be a game changer. Is this true? It is. It is. Uh, well, actually, you just mentioned a couple of uh, areas where AI and machine learning could be used uh, in IGA, for example. 
but there are many other areas. We have healthcare, marketing, art, cybersecurity, for instance. Um, now, for example, the main question is who are creating the codes. So is it a tool like JGPT or is it a programmer who is actually doing it? Uh, in education, this is a big crash, for instance, you know, because uh, it is important to actually know who created this. So is, is JGPT, for instance, one of the co-creators of, of the papers nowadays? So what is happening? Um, and um, I would say, you know, we cannot avoid the tools. Like something that, that history showed us is that we cannot stop the technology. We have to adapt to it. So we, we must adjust. Um, and we have to try to use this as a tool to help us. Um, something that we need to keep in mind is that all the machines are trained with the static data. So maybe not all the information that we get is up to date. Uh, it means then that AI is not really replacing humans, but they they become actually a tool that help uh, to make our our jobs or our work easier. Um, and this would be actually the main point of generative AI. Now, if we consider all the industries that are using it, it's actually a game changer, you know, as, as you mentioned at the beginning. Um, DALI, for example, is a tool that is helping uh, to create whole marketing campaigns, you know, according to the audience that, that, that we want to direct the message. So it is incredible what is happening. Right. And when we look at the area of IAM and IGA, um, there are already also other um, mechanisms to, to use machine learning and to apply to the actual data that is created at runtime by the systems. So to learn from what should be expected as usual, as normal, as expected, to identify the outliers, to identify that something is going on that is not really expected. But in the end, we really need a business case. There, there always needs to be something where machine learning can actually deliver value. And that is where it gets interesting. And when there is lots of work to do that is repetitive and always boring and all the same, we should make sure that our experienced and expensive um, collaborators um, are not um, doing that, but can focus on the more important, the more um, um, decisive um, work that is really around there. So we can really get rid of what uh, the, the heavy lifting. So we really, really need to make sure that we get there. But one more thing, Matthias, something that we need to consider because you mentioned about the data and about the outliers. So also we need to know what is the data that we are using to train the machines. Because if the data is actually not good, the result or the outcome would not be accurate. You know, so then these are things as well that, that have to be considered. So what I mean to say is we cannot rely 100% but we can actually use these tools to improve or to recreate something, for instance. Uh, this is what is happening in art. Um, but there are things that, of course, need the human interaction and they need, um, yes, actually, that is the word, I think, the interaction. is the interaction between humans and the machines and count how, how these two can actually work together, you know. And, and this is what, what we are trying to adjust nowadays. Right. So from what we've talked about right now, we understand that um, machine learning and generative AI was one of the key topics. If we take one step back, or if you take one step back, what would you consider to be the core topics of EIC if we, if we look back at these four days in Berlin? 
Uh, well, so machine learning is a core component of generative AI. So I would say that these two areas are, are going together. Um, our, our principal analyst, Martin Kupinger, he mentioned in the closing keynote, decentralized identity, policy-based access everywhere, and machine learning. So um, if we think about that, it actually makes a lot of sense. Um, since the pandemic, people have started with this trend of working from anywhere. And it is something that is not likely to change, you know, in the future. It is actually something that I believe that, that it came to actually stay in, in, in the work environment when possible, right? And uh, it opens the door to, to the need or let's say, you know, um, to the need to have other policies or to identify who is actually accessing the data to protect the assets, right? So the centralized identity is actually an alternative that can be used because it allows individuals to own and to control the digital identity. Uh, it includes as well personal data, personal credentials. And um, if you think about that, also digital wallets, you know, that this is something that, that is going on and it's something that probably, you know, will uh, change along with the market uh, because there are different um, progresses that are happening in this area. Now, of course, the idea is to create something that is secure and private for online interactions and, and give him, you know, um, let's say greater portability of the digital identities across different services and platforms. And this is something that is ongoing. And the same with the generative AI and machine learning. So these two are actually working as well. And at up to certain point, let's say, um, we can actually rely on the chatbots uh, and it reduces as well the number of people that are working in a company, for instance, or the time that the user is waiting um, to receive an answer, you know? So then um, I, I would say that, that these topics that, that Martin Kupinger mentioned uh, are actually, you know, going right away to the point. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I think these work three core topics, but as mentioned, it was more than 250 sessions with workshops, with moderations, with, with lots of interaction between people. Um, for those who are interested and who have not been there, shame on you, but nevertheless, um, <laughs> if you want to rewatch um, these these um, sessions, there's an option to get access to the EIC 2023 recordings as well. And if you were there and you did not have the chance to be in five rooms at the same time, like I did, um, it's a lot of material to catch up upon. Yes, and, and I absolutely uh, encourage you to uh, to check on the sessions. Uh, the agenda is still available online, so then we can see all the sessions there. And uh, there are many, many interesting topics and many good speakers as well, you know, because, of course, like we have more than 200 speakers. It's like a lot uh, of people presenting interesting topics. So maybe, you know, if in the event there was not a possibility, as you say, to be in different rooms at the same time, or maybe you needed more breaks between session and sessions. So then uh, having the possibility to rewatch the material online is, is fantastic. I fully agree. Um, I, before we go into another direction, um, I just want to provide um, my thank you to those who replied to our LinkedIn um, um, call for feedback. That was really nice. So we could really gather this information and use it for preparing this, this um, um, podcast episode. If you take another step back, Marina, when you think of EIC this year, what was your 
personal experience and what would you be your recommendations apart from the technologies apart from the core stuff that we do which is ai which is iam which is iga which is figures in your um in, in your context what would be your key takeaways for for eic and how to prepare for next year well personally i would say that my experience was amazing because uh i was a speaker so then I had the opportunity to talk about topics where I, I really have knowledge about, for example, AI uh, or cyber insurance. Um, and I am a statistician as well. So then presenting the numbers after after the study that, that we placed uh, was actually very good. As well, I had the opportunity to moderate different panels. And when you moderate different panels, it means that you are talking with different speakers and you attend indirectly the sessions because you are already there. And... Uh, the insights are actually very good and, and, and you learn what is really happening, you know, uh, in the market, which is important because we need to actually be up to date with all these things. Now, um, regarding the, the coming AIC, I would say, um, my suggestion would be for any person who plan to attend, um, to plan in advance because there are many sessions ongoing. Um, this year it was amazing because we had more than 200 speakers and, and I expect that they would be something similar in, in 2024. So the agenda is available online several weeks before the event. So people can actually check out who the speakers are, what are the sessions that they will present, and then they can plan their attendance. So then in this sense, they can actually get the most of it. Um, as well, the, the AIC is a great place to boost the networking because during the breaks, for example, people start uh, talking between each other, having conversation, discussing about the sessions, and it is important to engage with other people because later on, we never know. Maybe, you know, you, you end up creating a professional interaction for future or collaborations, so we never know where it can end. Um, also use the social media. Most of us, we use LinkedIn and, and many attendees also use it. So if there is something that gets your attention, for example, you can actually go to a different room or try to engage with attendees who are actually um, having conversations about topics that are of your interest. And, and this also creates the possibility to talk with other professionals. And um, as well, follow up after the sessions. This is something uh, really important as well because many people are shy to approach the speakers. But uh, I would say that um, you can actually approach them or contact them, for example, on the social media or after just the sessions to discuss about what they presented. Um, it actually helped to maintain the connection. And of course, so there is a possibility to, to continue the, the, the learning. You know, this is something ongoing and it is not something static. It is changing all the time. So maybe having a connection with a, with a speaker who is an expert in the field and follow this person would actually help you as well to understand what are the changes in the market. And uh, yeah, and try to attend. So <laughs> that would be my best, my best advice. Try to attend because it is a great event. I would say one of the best ones uh, to learn about identity, about identity access management, about clouding, about AI. So then, that would be fantastic. I really look forward to seeing you at the next EIC. Absolutely. And to summarize our our today's episode, first. 
Um, if you have not yet done that, pick up the the study that that Marina and Martin have created. Um, it's it's available for free on LinkedIn, and the link should be somewhere around this video and in the in the show notes for this um, episode. Second, join EIC three. Um, maybe um, revisit some of the um, um, of the talks from EIC. Some are available on on our website uh, just for free and at uh, and on YouTube, uh, and you can have access to the full EIC in retrospective as well. Uh, so, and to follow up on what you just said, Marina, uh, starting early with following an event is really of importance. And although I'm the director of the practice identity and access management, I want to give a a quick heads up for an event that will take place by the end of this year, November in Frankfurt, which will be called Cyber Evolution with a, with a great concept. It will be a, a cybersecurity event with a bit of more, with a bit AI sprinkled in and lots of other topics, very modern, a very, very new approach towards a cybersecurity plus plus event. So if you go to our website and look for cyber evolution, there's already content around and you can have access to the first list of uh, speakers of the topics and ex exactly what, what you Marina just said, um, start early, watch that space. And um, if you like what you see, Join us in Frankfurt as well. So that will be November this year. So that will be the the, the second great event that we plan to do and to execute. Um, anything final, famous last words, Marina, to add from your side? Yes, try to join us to this event. So Cyber Evolution, I, I believe that it will be very interesting because of what you said. So there are different things that are changing the game nowadays. So then it would be great to have you. Right. New format, new name, new topics. See you in um, November there. But until then, follow up um, on EIC and join us next week for a new episode of this analyst chat and leave your feedback at, on YouTube in the comments um, and, and or reach to, out to us, to Marina or to me just by mail or via LinkedIn. I have just forgotten that. Thank you very much, Marina, for joining me today, for having this retrospective on EIC four weeks after the event has taken place and looking forward also to seeing you in person again soon. Thank you, Matthias. Same here. Have a great day. Have a great day. Bye-bye. And thanks to the audience for listening. Mm -hmm.